Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This week's episode of Harry Potter and the Sacred Text is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a mental health platform that provides direct online counseling and therapy services via web or phone text communication. You don't even need to use flu powder in order to access a therapist through BetterHelp. I think we can all tell in book five that if you keep your feelings bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off of your chest if you don't have access to Dumbledore's office. I know in my life, therapy has helped me identify patterns to help me interrupt ones that I don't feel like are healthy and find better ways to cope. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash sacred text today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash sacred text. Hi, everyone. It's Casper. And Vanessa. And this week, we're so excited to welcome into your feeds a listening delight from our friends Bayana and Robin at Black Girls Create. So instead of hearing from us this week, what you are going to do instead is hear from their podcast, Wizard Team. Bayana and Robin have been on Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. They've been on Women of Harry Potter. I've been lucky enough to be on Wizard Team before. It is a wonderful podcast, and they're going to be joining us at our summer camp. So needless to say, we are on the Bayana and Robin train. But we thought that white voices are not what anybody needs to hear this week. And so we thought we would offer you some awesome Black Potterhead content. So we want to thank Bayana and Robin for letting us use their Wizard Team episode here today. Go check out their podcast, subscribe, check out all the amazing things that they're up to at blackgirlscreate.org. We'll see you all again next week. Enjoy this wonderful episode. Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. 
Today we're discussing chapter 33 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, The Death Eaters. We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to follow. Submit to Hogwarts BSU and imagine your life as a Black Hogwarts student or life as a Black Hogwarts student. Um, check out blackgirlscreate.org for guidelines and other awesome stories. Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around. Consider becoming a Patronus. We're video recording the Wizard Team episodes and Patroni has access to those videos and access um, to a live chat room to participate in the recording at $10 or more per month. Um, If you want to donate but can't do a monthly donation, you can send us a cheering charm by donating to our PayPal. You can find the links to do so at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we now have Rosary Team merch, so head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationary game. Um, If you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, or even if you do, rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to us um, every week. Just, you know, put a little review on there. Sprinkle some stars on us. You know what I'm saying? Sprinkle. Sprinkle a little review. Um, also, subscribe to our newsletter. Every week, our wizard bay, Deborah shares nerd news and links to what's been going on in the world. You can subscribe to our newsletter. Um, go to blackgirlscreate.org to subscribe. And shout out again to Deborah for just killing the newsletter game. Cool. Oh, God. So, let's, let's get into... Okay, so thank um, you for listening to Wizard Team. <laughs> See you next week. Um, everything is terrible. And bye. Yeah, so just kidding. Previously on Wizard Team, um, Bone oh. Thugs and Harmony did a, a concert in the graveyard of Little Hangleton. Flesh and, blood bone, and that's what happened. Bone, 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 bone. So I think we can now move on. A nearly headless Nick still hasn't been admitted. Uh, in what words accepted into the headless hunt um but you know we we got some other things happening right now we'll check in with him on another at another time because that's the least of our worries at the moment robin is still dancing not sure why i'm doing the backstreet yeah this one no okay um i was dancing because uh you started with the bone thugs and harmony thing i did and because i don't i'm trying to not trying to delay getting into this chapter i know i know it's not good but it's really insightful and a little bit fascinating actually so (laughs) i'm you know i'm saying like all right chapter 33 the death eaters uh so yeah so voldemort i mean i guess this is important voldemort has a body again so that's a thing um so he's He's back. Uh. So he- <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It took me a little bit to catch it. And then oh, when God. I caught it, it got me. It got me good. Whew. I am to please. So Voldemort looked away from Harry and began examining his body. He held up his hands and flexed his, flexed his fingers, his expression wrapped and exultant. He took not the slightest notice of Wormtail, which is... Fucked up. This dude just did all this. Cut off his literal hand. To, Literally cut off his hand for you. And, you and you're just not like not caring. You're the worst. I just, I just, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't want this. And I feel like Harry, like Harry is still tied to a gravestone. Just right. being like, 
the fuck? And that's and I have how many times have I read this book? I, a lot. How many? I'm I don't even know. I don't even know how many times I've read this book. And every time I'm like craft, grasping my afro and <laughs> and just horror and and helplessness. Yeah, Ooh, it's not okay. it's not good. Um, okay. So yeah. yeah we so. So he slips one of his fingers or one of his hands into a deep pocket and draws out his wand, which I'm curious how, like, how, I mean, I know because I'm curious how, because he didn't have a body for a really long time. So how did he keep his wand? And like, where was it? Like, it didn't like drop and like, it wasn't in Godric's hollow. Was it in Albania with him? Go find it. You saw what? He probably made Wormtail go find it. Like, when Wormtail went and found him, they probably went about picking up the pieces of his life. But, but it's then, like, that's so long why to they, go find why your wand. Right. Like, why, like, we'll, we, we will see Harry go visit his childhood home, and they haven't, like, they kind of hide it from muggles, but they haven't really, like, changed anything. That's um, true. It's, it's got, like, a plaque in front of it. <laughs> I'm thinking about the studio tour. I know. And that terrible, terrible, terrible child. But you would think that the, like, after Harry survives, the auras would, like, sweep the place. Like, what do they right. do? Right. They get, they just, they just arrest innocent people, get shit wrong, and then they don't even, like, pick up the wand left at the crime scene and get rid of it? You don't want to make sure that the most, like, evilest wizard of all time can't get his wand back? Or did he get a new wand? Right. But he de- definitely Which didn't. So, wait, really quickly, Portia brought something up that I forgot to put in the news. Um, she asked, like, will oh, the yeah, fan... Yeah, so, there's a fan fiction, uh, like, web series about Voldemort um, coming out pretty soon. Um, and so, Portia asks if that part, if the series will cover that part. And I'm not clear because I mean, oh. I think, cause it's it's mainly Amani. it's mainly covering like his life after Hogwarts so I'm I don't, I'm not sure like how long of like the span they're gonna cover um but that's possible but and Imani just like got it right probably like he probably did. Oh. probably well probably no right. I don't I don't think that works either says, actually assuming Snake picked it up because he's trash no, I don't think that worked either because as we see, Voldemort doesn't think that Snape's on his side at this moment. So he couldn't have gotten it from Snape because yeah. he thinks Snape is with Dumbledore right now. So because Snape hasn't reached out to him or tried to find him or anything. Yeah, but like just timeline wise, it doesn't work. Could Snape have given it to a Death Eater or something when he went and cried over Lily's death? Did he cry over Lily's death body or is that just in the movie? I feel like it's just in the movie, but I can't remember yeah. specifically. Because I don't think... Yeah. But anyway, we don't know how he got... Because it is the same wand, which is how prior Incantatum works. But somehow Peter Grew got his wand back after... Unless it just, like, you know, dissolved in a wisp of smoke just like he did or some with shit. Him. He just kept it with him. Right. Because, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that part need, it feels like a hole that should be explained. 
Like, yeah, you know, some things it's like you have questions and you don't really need the answer, but I feel like this needs an answer. But I also feel like she wasn't expecting us to be going through this book with a fine tooth comb. Oh, wow. Well. So she's like, listen, y'all were just supposed to like, when you, because when you read it through, you're like, yeah, okay, he's got his wand. Nope. <laughs> nope. But little did she know what she unleashed in us, in, in, in these nerds. Yeah. She so questions. Portia theorizes that maybe Crouch Senior had it and then Junior took it. Um, and Amani exactly. thinks that maybe maybe Peter took it when Snape was knocked out in Prisoner of Azkaban, but I doubt Snape, if he did have it, would, like, carry it with him. Keep it. Yeah, he's not... Because I think at this point, well, like, once Voldemort's gone, he seems really committed to just, like, moving on with his life. And then only when Voldemort comes back does he, like... What does that part of his life kind of open again? You know what I mean? Like he's still yeah. trash, but I think at that point Voldemort's gone and he's like, "All right, cool, I got a secure position." I'm like, if Voldemort doesn't come back, fine, I'm cool. Yeah, I think that like and, I I think the idea that Crouch Senior has it would make sense because it, that means that like an Aurora would have picked it up and it was entered into evidence or something like that, right? And it is like you don't go destroying evidence or whatever but we what well, we also if on the on Amani's Snape tip um a, Snape never really rejects the idea of blood purity he just no 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 he just I'm not saying that he got over that so, I'm saying that he I'm not saying he got over the idea no, I'm saying, saying he got over Voldemort until he came back and was like, oh, shit, okay, I got to get back into that or whatever. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not, but I'm, what I'm saying is that in the, at the end of the day, Snape is also a nerd. And the <laughs> idea of, like, having the wand of the most powerful dark wizard so he could study it, so he could, you know, like, that makes sense to me. On Not on some, like, I, I'm keeping this out of some kind of love and adoration for Voldemort, but I'm keeping this because it holds... Um, it, it can, like, it might help me unlock some power understanding into magic um, and, like, the levels of, like, magic that Voldemort was able to accomplish and on that nerd shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the same way that people keep, like, Hitler's papers. Like, that doesn't mean that they're Nazis, right? It just means that they, they are just, like, on some nerd. I keep, you know, like, it, it's an important piece of history. I'm not going to let it go. So, um, I think either one of those is, are good theories. We won't never know the answer, unless Joe comes on this podcast, which could possibly happen if someone would stop tearing her to pieces on Twitter. It was one time. Awkward. And, like, why are you bringing up bullshit? <laughs> So he <laughs> raised his wand. So what we can agree on is that it's definitely his regular wand because like it has to be for all this magic shit to work. So that's a thing. Right. Um, okay. So he pointed his wand at Wormtail who was lifted off the ground and thrown against the headstone where Harry was tied. He fell to the floor of it and lay there crumpled and crying. That's again, this dude literally <laughs> just brought you back to life. And you're like, cool, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, beat you up. For what reason? Because he is a sadomasochist. So like, what reason, um, speaking of someone who just got finished re-watching an episode of Game of Thrones, what reason do 
any of those characters have for being that goddamn masochistic. Like, any of them. Like, I understand being at war, but, like, the the, the runaway Night's Watchmen, the, the trash, trash ones, you know who I'm talking about, and Craster's Keep, like, oh, why yeah. are they that? Why are they that? Like, right, that's true. Gross. Ramsey Snow. Why is Ramsey Snow... Why is he that? Yeah. Or Ramsey Bolton, like, that? Why you gotta go that far? Why? It's true. Amani says because people are trash, but also that's like a special kind of trash. That's like, that's not a regular trash human being. Humans are trash in general. That's like another level of. This is the Hall of Fame. What's what's after trash? Like, what is the next step above trash? Garbage. (laughs) Garbage. This is that like (laughs) trash. This is that. This is that like compost. This is compost. That's <laughs> what this is. Because you can reuse it. Oh, God. It's so trashy that it becomes reusable. Oh, my trash. God. Um, it grows more trash. I don't know. I don't know. I just... But, yeah, I think that Voldemort... One of the things that I really kind of like about the writing of the character, because we got into this earlier in the Wizard Team Slack, someone thought that I was because I like the writing of certain villainous characters. I like those characters. It's not true. Um, But in the writing of Voldemort, I really do appreciate is that he has willingly just cast aside any semblance of humanity. And he kind of... (laughs) I'm sorry. He kind of reminds me of uh, Toupee Fiasco, in which he demands loyalty, but then is like the least loyal person and will just literally toss you aside the minute you are no longer useful to him. Yeah. Like, I don't understand those types of people. Like, I really just don't understand them, and I still don't understand why they're Death Eaters. Like, I boggles the mind. Like, you had 11 years, or 14, 14 years of this dude being gone and you weren't like, you know what being in like living in like abject terror of the, of my leader. That wasn't very, that wasn't, that, that wasn't nice. I didn't like that. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. I'm, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, I think this chapter is like, I mean, it's called the death eaters, but I think this chapter really does show a lot about it's also like half villain explaining but it shows a lot about like Voldemort's own like psyche I think Um, and I think some of the Death Eaters as well um, and how they like kind of worship him so let's move on so we can get to that Um, so Wormtail's robes were shining with blood now he had wrapped the stump of his arm in them my lord my lord you promised you did promise Um, hold out your arm said Voldemort lazily oh master thank you master um, he extended the blading stump and Voldemort laughed again. The other arm Wormtail. So, really quick. He's gonna die of blood loss, right? Like, I just, yeah. and Voldemort is in no hurry. Mm-mm. But also, Peter, you couldn't have codified that wound, like, right away. Like, I, I, you're in pain, I know. But you got magic. You could have put some fire on that bitch and, like, made a stump real quick. That's true. So, but you know, I mean, caught up in the moment. That, he didn't want to mess it up because he thought Voldemort would just be like, "Here's your arm back." 
Right. Like I promise. Like I said I would do. But Voldemort's like, ha 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 ha. You've been to He's my like, world. We got time. So he bent down and pulled out Wormtail's left arm. He forced the sleeve of Wormtail's ropes up past his elbow. It's back. He said softly, they will all have noticed it. And now we shall see. Now we shall know. And he presses his long white fingers to the dark mark branded on Wormtail's arm. The scare on, her- on Harry's forehead seared with a sharp pain again. And Wormtail let-, let out a fresh howl. Voldemort removed his fingers from Wormtail's mark. And Harry saw that it had turned jet black. Um, a look of cruel satisfaction in his face. Voldemort straightened up. How many will be brave enough to return when they feel it? And how many will be foolish enough to stay away? He began to pace up and down before Harry and Wormtail, eyes sweeping the graveyard all the while. Still not helping Harry out. Like, still not helping him out. Or not Harry. Um, still not helping Wormtail out. You stand there, Harry Potter, upon the remains of my late father, a muggle and a fool, very like your dear mother. But they both had their uses, did they not? Your mother died to defend you as a child, and I killed my father, and see how useful he has proved himself in death. Voldemort laughed again, up and down he paced, looking around him. You see that house upon the hillside, Potter? My father lived there. My mother, a witch who lived here in this village, fell in love with him, but he abandoned her when she told him what she was. He didn't like magic, my father. He left her and returned to his muggle parents before I was even born, Potter, and she died giving birth to me, leaving me to be raised in a muggle orphanage, but I vowed to find him. I revenged myself upon him, that fool who gave me his name, Tom Riddle. Like, he got his entire origin story wrong. <laughs> That's and the funniest part about it. All had to pay. We all had to pay for it. Yeah. Like, that's like the that's the that's the part about it, right? Like he's literally like one the fact that again he's like telling he has so he in his head he has so much time so he's just like I'm gonna just meander I'm gonna like reminisce and like let Harry know all these things about me and then like literally all this stuff is wrong. All of it. Like his entire. His entire understanding of his birth and his, like, young life is wrong. And Like, literally, like, he says, um, he abandoned her, his mother when she told him what, uh, he was. That's wrong. He didn't like magic. That's I mean, I wouldn't mean. either if somebody had used magic to, like, bend me to their will. But, uh, right. And um, assault me. Um, and then says, he, and then he didn't give him his name that's also false like right right that fool who gave me his name like no that was your if mama he Sam. before you were born how did he then how would that work also portia brings up a very good point that we just need to acknowledge which is how great would it would life be if voldemort was impotent after being a wisp for so long and i still am wondering how he's not impotent because i still unless like i said that cloudy water in the potion was holding something else i don't understand also he couldn't get his nose back (laughs) and yet yeah like his nose which is just cartilage like it's really like nothing Mm -hmm. like it's cartilage and some some nerve endings but that other thing i just veins and blood and so 
he says, listen to me, reliving family history. Why I'm am growing quite sentimental. Which, I mean, how old is he? Like 70-something? Like, okay, yeah, that's what happens. Right. Um, and while you're reliving family history, yo, yo, roll dog. The only, the only one. It's yeah. still bleeding yeah, out on the, the ground. <laughs> bleeding out on the ground. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But look, Harry, my um, true family returns. The air was suddenly full of swishing cloaks between graves behind the yew tree in every shadowy place. Wizards were apparating. All of them were hooded and masked, and one by one they moved forward, slowly, cautiously, as though they could hardly believe their eyes. Voldemort stood in silence, waiting for them. Then one of the Death Eaters fell to his knees, crawled toward Voldemort, and kissed the hems of his black robes. Master, master, he murmured. The Death Eaters behind him did the same, each of them approaching Voldemort on his knees and kissing his robes before backing away and standing up forming a silent circle, which enclosed Tom Riddle, Scraves, Harry, Voldemort, and the sobbing and twitching heap that was Wormtail. <laughs> so dirty. Uh, they left gaps in the circle as though waiting for more people. Voldemort, however, did not seem to expect more. He looked around at the hooded faces, and though there was no wind, a rustling seemed to run around the circle as though it had shivered. Welcome, Death Eaters, said Voldemort quietly. Thirteen years. Thirteen years since we last met, yet you answer my call as though it was yesterday. We are still united under the dark mark then. Or are we? Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. He put back his terrible face and sniffed his slit-like nostrils widening. Slit-like nostrils because they couldn't get his nose back and yet... Ellipses. I smell guilt. (laughs) I taste salt. That's also in the air. Salt? <laughs> Lots of salt as well. Just, you know, real salty. It's a little too much. Please when well, yeah. um, I see you all whole and healthy with your powers intact. This is how I read this now. <laughs> with like the hand motion and the, and the yeah. like black and girl, the neck. like like the neck and basically we should actually let me do it this way let me let me actually do it the way i really mean it okay i see you all whole and healthy <laughs> with your powers intact and such such prompt appearances and i ask myself where did this man with the liver come into my aim as a master who this one the eternal eternal loyalty what where you been where you been what happened where was you? No one spoke. No one moved except Wormtail, who was still bleeding. Still. Um, and I answered myself. And I answered myself. They must have believed me broken, thought I was gone. They slipped back amongst my em- enemies, um, and they pled innocence and ignorance and bewitchment. And then I asked myself, but how could they have believed I would not rise again? They who knew the steps I took long ago to guard myself against mortal death, they who had seen proofs of the immensity of my power in the times when I was mightier than any wizard living. So I have a question, though, because he says, um, they who knew the steps I took uh, to guard myself against mortal death. He didn't tell them. Like, I'm, I'm curious what he told them exactly, because I don't think any of them really know that he has horcruxes, right? Like... So I'm I'm wondering like he says they knew the steps he took to guard himself. So I think they know he has horcruxes. They don't know how many. They don't know 
where they don't know what they are. Got it. But I think they know that he has horcruxes because that goes back to, um, oh, God damn it. I can't, I cannot separate sometimes what happened in the movie and what happened in the book when I'm not reading the book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It gets cloudy and I'm so mad. Yeah. So this may have just been in the movie, but he remarks about, like, about, um, like, Lucius fucking up with the diary. No, he does, because... I know. Yeah, no, that is in the book. Like, this is, yeah, that is in the book. Like, he gave it to Lucius to, to, um, guard, but didn't tell him what it was. And it's the same with the cup with Bellatrix, like, he gave it to her to guard, but didn't tell her what it was. Yeah. So I think that, like... Um... Yeah, so I think they they know, but don't know like the particulars, which is smart. Like he like um, Karkaroff says, like he was very smart. Like they know that there are a lot of Death Eaters, but they don't know who everyone is. Um, he 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 keeps the secrets, you know. He tells them just enough to keep them to get them to follow him and to be terrified because we know that like creating a horror crux is like, you have to, you have to be on that shit mm-hmm. to do that. Right. If he tells them that he created more than one, we don't know. Like, I don't think he said like, I created seven horror cruxes in here. But like, he's probably like, you know, I've made a couple horror cruxes in my time and they were like, well, God damn it. A couple. Um, couple. Portia says we should have read, ask myself like a preacher. And Pettigrew should say, well, well, and then I ask myself, but how could they have well, believed I would not rise again? Talk about well, it. Um, and I answer and myself and the organ and then the organ goes, uh, <laughs> uh, perhaps they believed a still greater power could exist. One that could vanquish even Lord Voldemort. Perhaps they now pay allegiance to another. Perhaps that champion of commoners, of mudbloods and muggles, Albus Dumbledore. At the mention of Dumbledore's name, he's so salty. So salty. Like, he's just an ocean. And that's... (laughs) No, he's like, you know, like, the salt banks when, like, the water dries out and it's only salt? Wait, why did a (laughs) mock... Never mind. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Um, There's a black church service happening in the chat. (laughs) Keep pushing. Uh, just keep pushing. Oh, I love, I love our Patroni so goddamn much. Um, okay, and then Voldemort goes, I'm not mad, just disappointed. That's it. That's really? pretty much what he said. He's just like, really? you're after not, all you're that. Mad. You're not mad, though, because... You sound mad. Like, insert, Sounds like you're mad. here. Insert meme here. Why are you so mad? <laughs> you mad, bro? You mad? You mad, bro? You mad? Sound like you mad. Sound like you sound like you mad. Um so one of the men suddenly uh, so flung himself men, forward, no. um, breaking the circle, trembling from head to foot, he collapsed at Voldemort's feet. Master, master, forgive me, forgive us all. Voldemort began to laugh, he raised his wand his wand. Crucio, 
Um, the Death Eater on the ground writhed and shrieked. Harry was sure the sound must carry to the houses around. Let the police come, he thought desperately. Anyone, anything. What the police gonna do though, fam? Like, I get it. He's he's in shock and he's like freaking out. But the police? Somebody. Because they got them, they got those metal wands that they're so fucked up. <laughs> Even though they don't. Right. Because it's right. Britain. Right. The so literally they're just gonna show up out. and then what, die? Whoever calls, they gonna come and they gonna die. So there's really no reason for anybody. Everybody's dead. Listen, um, listen. Harry is just grasping at straws. I know, I know. So I can't really fault him. Lord, like, bring me a miracle, Lord. Yeah, something. Bring me a miracle. Um. So Voldemort raised his wand. The tortured Death Eater lay flat, um, upon the ground, gasping. Get up, Avery. Stand up. You ask for forgiveness. I do not forgive. I do not forget. 13 long years. I want 13 years repayment um, before I forgive you. Damn. Right? (laughs) That is a long, I mean, okay. Um, Wormtail here has paid some of his debts already. Have you not? Some of them? Some, not all. Some? Mm -mm. He been milking you. He cut his hand off. (laughs) He he got Bertha Jorkins for you. you. He he, oh, he did so many things and he hasn't repaid his thirteen years. Nah. Yo, he was on the run too. Like actually, I'm confused. Actually, though, because Wormtail not only did all of that, but he also got Harry Potter for you. It's not his fault you fucked that up, right? That's Snape's fault for not he, like gave you the Potter's not. on the plate, right? Also, you he chose the Potter's. The- that's that's totally your fault. Actually, that's nobody told you it was the Potter's. So, right. I'm confused about about this. Um, Level Longbottom and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. uh, yes, you return uh, to me you, not uh, out of loyalty, <clears throat> uh, but out of fear for your old friends. You deserve this pain, Wormtail. You know that, don't you? So he's clear. I mean, all the things that have happened, like very clearly, he's abusive, but he's also verbally abusive. But also sees right through Wormtail and also was not totally wrong. <laughs> There's so many layers. It's, yes. it's a lot of a lot of things. Um, he knows. Yeah. Like the thing is to I feel so I just feel really crappy. Like not siding with Voldemort, but like understanding his thinking. I guess like I'm not by any means like saying like, well I mean like I said like this this chapter is very much about his like like yeah and how his like how his mind works and his psyche and like so yeah yeah but no one's fighting with him Voldemort again there's something in him that like craves unfettered loyalty and mm-hmm. worship really he wants to be mm-hmm. a godlike figure to the Death Eaters and so anything that isn't any kind of calculation, like the only person that really gives Voldemort what he craves in terms of the Death Eaters is Bellatrix, because Bellatrix will do whatever for her mans. You know what I mean? Like, she's not, there's no, there's no ulterior motive. She, like, believes fully in him. She wants him, yes, Amani. To pay fiasco, we know. God, y'all don't like. Why doesn't society read the Voldemort comparisons were happening all throughout the um, 
election. Anyway, this is our happy place. But, like, she's the only one that, like, doesn't have kind of an ulterior motive. She fully believes in his cause of blood purity. She fully believes in him. And she's fully willing to give her own life and her own security in order to, like, do his bidding, right? That's not really how people work, though. Like, in general, there's some sort of self-serving something. Like, even, like, they talk about this in, like, the the context of, like, giving and, like, um, charity and philanthropy. It's like, you get a sense, like, you get get a sense of, like, feel good when you give, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that's what makes people give. Like, even when they have, uh, like, you know, I, I, I just want to be, oh God, what am I trying to say? I just like want to do something good. Like even that gives them like a rush of endorphins and things, right? So humans just in general don't really do shit without some kind of self-serving motive. Mm-hmm. So the idea that like his followers are going to just drop everything for 13 years and scour the country looking for him with no sign of like, why and also like dude let's be honest you got got by a one-year-old so (laughs) how powerful are you really wouldn't they be like (laughs) wouldn't they be like oh who am i putting my lot in he got got by a one-year-old right right the baby um also you say he killed the parents but the baby right and i'm yeah um, so Portia and Amani in the chat, I just want to go to that real quick. Um, Portia says she doesn't get why Voldemort is so stubborn. If Harry lived and caused you to lose one of your lives, why not go after Neville? Um, and then Amani says, because he's hardheaded, uh, the fragile male ego stirring up, uh, because that's all he's got. He's the bully. So he has to prove that Potter is just got lucky and he's still the baddest on the block. Um, I agree with those things, but also that's not how the prophecy works. So, like, I don't think that, like, once once he went after Harry, Neville has nothing to do with it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, he's just, oh, could have. Like, Voldemort marked Harry as his equal, and that was it. And Voldemort still thinks, right, like, you you hear the prophecy that the one with the power to defeat you is coming, and then you go and he defeats you. So very clearly, like, he's not going to then turn to Neville at that point, I wouldn't think. I think then he thinks, oh, yeah, I was right. It was Harry. And then he goes after Harry to prove. And again, he has to prove it that he's like, I'm still powerful. And that's like what this whole chapter is about is him. Like, that's why Harry's even there really past giving the blood. And that's why he hasn't died yet. Because Voldemort's like, nah, I really want to show that I like, I got you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still the most powerful and whatever. Yeah, I, so, yeah I, mean, I also think that when Voldemort marks Harry as his equal, like you said, like I said, his Death Eaters are going to be looking at him sideways, like the the one-year-old. So there's something to this prophecy, right? Like, you can be defeated by this kid. And so it is very important to him to, um, to prove that he's not going to be defeated by this kid. Because I think that's the other part of it, is that everything that you said is right, but also that Harry is literally a child. <laughs> like, he's been ma- like, mm-hmm. he's known about his magic for four years. So, to be the most powerful and, like, the master of death and all of the things that he did, 
um, to guard himself against mortal death and then get bested by a child is it rubs him the wrong way. Um, and then Portia says why he got to believe in the prophecy, though. They're called self-fulfilling for a reason. And Bayana says, that's the point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, like, I think also that he, again, he doesn't, as we, like, see and we've seen already, like, he discounts magic that he doesn't deem he like overestimates the power that he deems valuable and he underestimates the the magic that he doesn't deem valuable right so he thinks the prophecy is right right, and doesn't like really take the time he's just like he's i mean he's also impulsive but like he doesn't take the time to think it through he's like he's like nah there's somebody some there's someone out here who can defeat me that can't fly that it's a prophecy so it must be true. Again, he's overestimating it, right? He could have just let it go, but he didn't. Um, and really he also misinterpreted it, right? Because the thing is that he'll mark, he misinterpreted the, the prophecy as well. He just read or heard that the one with the, with the power to defeat him is here versus he's going to mark him as his equal. So it's just, you know what I mean? Like part of it also is like Voldemort is flawed in a lot of ways and... That's also why he's as ridiculous as he is. Yeah. Yet you help me return. Yet you help return me to my body, said Voldemort to Wormtail. Worthless and traitorous as you are, you help me. And Lord Voldemort rewards his helpers and also speaks in the third person sometimes. Um, so Voldemort raised his wand and rolled it into the air. A streak of what looked like molten silver hung shining in the, in the wand's wake. Momentarily shapeless, it writhed and then formed itself into a gleaming replica of a human hand and then soared downward and fixed itself upon Wormtail's bleeding wrist. Like, no antiseptic? Or, no? Okay. I told y'all they That's all got hep C now because, like, he didn't have any, like, he didn't even try to um, sterilize the blade when he cut himself and then cut Harry and then cut, they all, all of them got the hep. They do. All of them. Harry Potter and Hepatitis C. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Wormtail's sobbing stopped ab- abruptly. He breathed. He mm, his breathing harsh and ragged. He raised his hand and stared in disbelief at the sil- at the silver hand. Raised his head. Sorry. He attached seamlessly. Now attached seamlessly to his arm, as though he was wearing a dazzling glove. He flexed the shining fingers, then trembling, picked up a small twig on the ground and crushed it into powder. My lord, he whispered, master, it is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And he scrambled forward on his knees and kissed the hem of Voldemort's robes. This is a Darth Vader, Darth Sidious moment, by the way. May your loyalty never waver again, Wormtail, said Voldemort. Um, No, my lord, never, my lord. Uh, so Wormtail stood up and took his place in the circle and Voldemort turns to none other than Lucius Malfoy. Lucius, my slippery friend, he whispered, halting before him. I am told you have not renounced the old ways, though to the world you present a respectable face. You are still ready to take up the lead spot in muggle torture, I believe. Um, so again, like this, this is also the chapter where we learn more specifics in like how these known slash hidden Death Eaters like really behaved during the first like wizarding war um 
Yet you never tried to find me, Lucius. Your exploits at the Quidditch World Cup were fun, I dare say, but might not your energies have been better directed toward finding and aiding your master? My lord, I was constantly... So salty. Like, it's it's really salty. It is like just, he his yeah his blood pressure. So <laughs> <laughs> he just got a body. He just got his body back, but his blood pressure, fam, is high. So very like, high. He's gonna go down the line. I mean, not really, because it's kind of just like, but basically is going to go down the line and tell everyone what they did wrong and how they disappointed him. And it's like, we get it, yo. We didn't come find you, even though you got got by a one-year-old. So... Lucius, however, be trying to spin stuff. So he says, my lord, I was constantly on the alert. Have there been any sign from you, a whisper, or any whisper of your whereabouts, I would have been at your side immediately. Nothing could have prevented me. And yet you ran from my mark when the faithful Death Eater sent it into the sky last summer, said Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. Like, just bloop. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> How about that? Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> like, dude, that was a read. My God. Um, he says, yes, I know all about that, Lucius. You have disappointed me. I expect more faithful service in the future. Like, to be honest, because again, like, y'all know, we're watching Game of Thrones. I was like, this is a Tywin Lannister moment, if there oh was any. Because, <laughs> because, man. Let me tell you about yourself. Let me tell you how you got it wrong. Let me tell you what you should have done. And then, let me punish you for what you did. And then, we gonna move on. Maybe we maybe we can move on. But I'm gonna bring it up. Which I also really like one thing I really love about Salty Ass Voldemort was he said, I do not forgive, I do not forget. <laughs> like, point blank period. Like you're gonna be hearing about this for the rest for the of next your life, basically. Years. Like, yeah, at least for sure. Might bring it up every once in a while after that. At Thanksgiving, we can mm-hmm. be at family dinner. I'm gonna be like, pass me them potatoes, like you didn't come pass me my life when I was gone. <laughs> like 17 years down the line, everybody thinks they're good. They're like, I paid my debts. I'm good. He's gonna bring it up randomly. They're like, oh hell, like man, I'm sorry. I mean, I uh, apologize. Oh, I see you couldn't find you couldn't find my my favorite soda. Just like you couldn't find me. <laughs> I was gone. I see. I see you, Lucia. Okay. It's just petty. Um just so petty. Of course. Oh. Of course, my lord. Oh. I didn't have a happy new year than 13 years I was missing and y'all didn't come <laughs> you know, this is a good year, I guess. <laughs> oh my gosh um, uh, so Voldemort moves on to um, he moves on and stops um, and stops staring at the space large enough for two people a separated Malfoy from the next man the Lestranges should stand here um, but they are entombed <laughs> entombed that is, that is a word um, they are entombed in Azkaban they were faithful they went to Azkaban rather than renounce me when Azkaban is broken open, the Lestranges will be honored beyond their dreams. The Dementors will join us. They are our natural allies. We shall recall the banished di- giants. I shall have all of my devoted servants return to me and an army of creatures whom all fear. So one, yeah, like, 
when Azkaban when? is open. So he's there no doubt if no if ands or buts about it. He said when. It's just a matter of when. Obviously, the mentor it's happening. Um, but also, like, he's literally just saying everything. And part of it is that he thinks Harry's going to die tonight. So he's like, I, he can hear whatever the fuck. I don't give a fuck. But, yeah. So he's just saying all these things. And, you know, again, Voldemort has so many flaws. And this is why, like, things like this come back to bite him. And... It's great. Um, so he walked on. Some of the Death Eaters he passed in silence, um, but he paused before others and spoke to them. McNair, destroying dangerous beasts for the Ministry of Magic now, Wormtail tells me. You shall uh, have better victims than that soon, McNair. Lord Voldemort will provide. Yuck. Again, also, um, the... He tried to kill, kill Buckbeak. Buck- oh, I was going to say also the third person use again. But yes, he tried to kill oh, Buckbeak. Yeah. So... Thank you. Fuck him. Thank you, murmured McNair. Like, y'all are so pressed. And I want to go into the chat room because question makes a good point. Like, which other wizards are, is, is he, are, what other wizards will Voldemort recruit? He's stuck with the group of Death Eaters that came. So he can't, like, denounce all of them. And he can't, he's playing a very fine game here where he needs to, like, reassert his dominance and put fear back into their hearts, mm-hmm. which he kind of just does by returning, right? right. You're like, oh, that's some <laughs> shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so he doesn't really need to go down the line and like do this, but like the reason why he's doing this is because like he knows like this is gonna be it's gonna be harder to like get his army back. Um people have died, people have disappeared, people mm-hmm. are going like Harkroff are gonna run away. Um and just not return to him. So he does need them, but he also needs them scared, right? Like mm-hmm. he needs he needs them to like, like he's not above, like he talks about loyalty, but he's not above like just having fear be the way that he rules. Like yes, yeah. he's fine by him. Totally fine with that. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Murmured McNair. And here we have Crab. You will do better this time, will you not, Crab? And you, Goyle, they I bowed clumsily muttering dolly yes master we will master um i just want to i just want to stop there mm-hmm. um so crab and goyle uh, the children yeah Harry's no i have the same thought yeah are dumb and lumped together mm-hmm. and just like i guess they're like muscle or whatever and mm-hmm. like you kind of get the sense that adult Their dads are too. are too they're just like and you crab and you go like I'm not right. like, I, like I had this whole thing for Lucius, this whole thing for McNair, and then I'm like, and y'all too. Crab and Goyle. I mean, it's literally I one. Really it's like Fitzsimmons, right. but like the dumb Fitz evil Simmons. version of Fitzsimmons. Exactly, <laughs> crab and Goyle. Exactly, exactly not <laughs> smart and not like yeah, but also like I can't even really be like that mad at you because y'all didn't have the brains to do anything anyway, right. like. You just gonna follow Lucius, which cool, I guess. <laughs> you too stupid to matter. What do they do? <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out how they didn't they just, get caught, and then like, what, like if they're this and then, dumb and, use, and useless, right? I mean, I think I really feel like this is the last time we see them too. Like, this is the only time we see them, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just get they mentioned, like, and then that's matter. it. 
they just don't. And look, the funny thing is that Goya uses fiancé, right? Crab or Goya? No, nope. crab does. Crab okay, does. See what I'm saying? But Goyle does in the movie, that's why. Oh, yeah, because Crab had to go and get it. Whatever. Anyway, so, um, also, like, F the movies for making uh, Blaze the Beanie be the stand-in for Crab, because y'all, we all know Blaze ain't about that life. Like, he's like, you want me to do what? No. He's a Death Eaters. Never experienced that emotion. <laughs> right. He was like, you want me to chase after... Do you see this suit I'm wearing? Do you see this? <laughs> you find this fine silk? Right. To chase these threads after Harry Potter? Right. Um no, I'm sorry, Malfoy. You can you can have that. do that on your own. Anyway. <laughs> um but like at least Crab and Goyle the children do something. <laughs> it's not good. Right. It's not smart. They kill themselves. But they do something. Right. <laughs> and that way they surpass their father. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> such a low bar. Um, the same goes for you, not said Voldemort quietly. Um, my, uh, and then. Not, um, the one, sorry, but they mentioned not. He works at the ministry as well, right? Uh, possibly. <clears throat> Maybe, but his son, his son is in the same year as Harry and Malfoy and them. Yeah, but I thought not was. And also, spoilers, he's supposed to be the one who had the other time turner in the fanfic that shall not be named. Theodore not. No, no, it's not how it works. Not happening. And that was his son, though, not him. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, he would be gone by then. Yeah. Thought, um, okay. Oh, he's no. Portia says he's an unspeakable. No, no, no. I thought that was Rookwood, and he's in prison right now. But maybe he is. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. But I feel like not is in the ministry, and so it's funny yeah. how these people, except for Crab and Goyle, <laughs> <laughs> but like McNair is back in the ministry. Not as back in the ministry. Lucius never was in the ministry, but he's got his whole, like, power back. And so these are really the smartest. Like, maybe they aren't the, the like, most loyal, but then also, like, what, Voldemort, you want all your followers in Azkaban never renouncing you? Like, yep. what, what good would that do you right now? Um, but these are, like, obviously the smartest and most... Like they're the they're the spies. They are like the James Bond, James Bonds, James. They're the archers of Death Eaters. Like they're the ones that are like making moves, never getting caught, real slippery. In the corner, they're in the in the, in the shadows. Right. Yeah. Um, um, Lord, okay. Prostrate myself before you. I am your most faithful. That'll do. Said <laughs> I'm sorry. Like this chapter is like terrible, but it's actually not like at the same time because this is actually hilarious. Of Godric's Hollow, right here. This is the shade of it all. Cool. Yeah, I'm good. That'll do. It's so funny. Um, (laughs) I also love that. um, I also love that. Like 
they're they have like assigned seating basically in their right because it literally goes to the same like, places this is every time just should be in this particular people. spot six missing death Here eaters we have six missing death eaters like, how do you know this like really every time every time you call them they <laughs> configure themselves in the same circle and then like, could you imagine that order. that death eater meeting can you imagine that death eater meeting where like <laughs> they all come he's like all right y'all so you, lucius you stand there crab and goyle over here <laughs> bellatrix right here <laughs> like what <laughs> but that's also like probably he's like y'all know i can't remember your names unless we stand in the right <laughs> the right place this is my right, like, what if, device what if Cabinwell switched places one time like you would be like Goyle no I'm Crab you're my lord fuck you you know you're supposed to be over here you know you're supposed to stand to the right you on the right he on the left how am I supposed to keep up with all this oh my god oh he's like very Portia says that Portia says that he's channeling Miranda Priestly devil where is Horcrux I can't it's way too accurate Okay, so he says, and then we have six missing Death Eaters, three dead in my service, one too cowardly to return, he will pay, so that's Karkaroff, um, one who I believe has left me forever, that's Snape, he will be killed, of course, of course. if only, um, and one, I love how he just says it, like, offhand, like, he'll be killed, it's cool, um, <clears throat> and one who remains my most faithful servant, who has already re-entered my service, and that's Barty Crouch Jr., the Death Eater shirt, right? Because we have this idea that, like, back in his height, he had like an army of Death Eaters, right? And like, really, it seems like he had this core circle, and then everyone else was either like pressured into doing his bidding, or imperious, or whatever. And then this goes back into Toupe fiasco and our current crisis. But like, there's this like this small but loud and wrong minority, like, backing this dude. And there is no, there is no, like, he never had, like, mass popularity. Like, he never, he, like, each by, he never, he's, he's always, his, his approval rating was always 37%. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just stay at 37%. And, like, it's very strange how, like, how much damage can be done by a dude with, like, a couple of zealot followers and some fear and some really, like, good spell work. Because, what is this? Like, there's, like, six people here, six people are missing, three are dead. Wait. Hmm? No. I'm trying to count how many people would be in that circle. So there's the two Lestranges, and then he, he only names eight, I think. Yeah. Because he names the Lestranges, uh, Snape, Karkaroff, and Bryce Crouch Jr., and then the three who are dead. Right, but then also the people that came back, Avery, Mc, um, McNair, oh, Crab, Goyle, not, so that's six people, and then the eight people that he named, that's 14 people. Right. But there's also like a couple more in like there's uh uh damn it, Rookwood is in Azkaban, Dolov is in Azkaban. Right. But I'm I'm like literally thinking though, just like in terms of 
again, we never get like really concrete numbers, but in terms of the number of people in the wizarding world in Britain, adult wizards, right, versus the number of like Death Eaters in the circle, so they're like the inner circle, I guess. That's still a very, it's a very small number of people. Mm-hmm. And then those, like, let's say 20 people in his inner circle, right? Those are the ones that go to the, like, that they're the hand, the hand of <laughs> the king. Like, they're the council, the small council. The small council are able to, like, kind of run the kingdom. <laughs> just with like imp- like unforgivable curses and like the threat of and i think that there are like some people like um Portia ask where's narcissa like i think she's like death eater adjacent right like yeah she might run an errand for her like husband right she's like on their side but she's not but she doesn't she doesn't have a dark fighting. mark she doesn't she don't have a dark mark she's not like you know a, she's not a soldier and so I think that there are a lot of people like that, right, mm-hmm. who are just like, oh, you want me to, like, I just forgot Homeboy's name. Who's the head of um, games and sports? Ludo Bagman? Homeboy. Yes. Sorry. So even, like, Ludo Bagman, like, he's not on their side, right? But promise him a spot in the ministry. Like, we don't know. Like, he did. He says he doesn't, he didn't know that he was doing it for the Death Eaters. But, like, at the same time, like, you were getting like bribed to like run someone's errand. So how trustworthy are you? You know what I mean? Like how or like mm-hmm. what's your moral character? Um, right. So it's like bribe him with a spot, like, oh well when I get on when I get put on, I'm gonna put you on. Like you can you can get a like you can have a a feature on my mixtape. Like like just do that to enough people and they'll and it, it works. But it's just really funny how small the inner circle is. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This week's episode of Harry Potter and the Sacred Text is brought to you by Redfin. Let's say for some reason, you can't get back to Grimmauld Place, so you need to find a new home. If you're like me, you would go to Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations, so finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. If you see something you like, just book a tour straight from the app. 
And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put toward your next home. They even have a function where Trelawney will tell you whether or not she can see you in this house. Redfin. It's how Molly found the burrow. Download the Redfin app to get started. Okay. Um, okay, so okay, so he said uh, he is at Hogwarts, that faithful servant, um, and it was through his efforts that our young friend arrived here tonight. Yes, said to Voldemort. Harry Potter has kindly joined us for my rebirthing party. One might go so far as to call him my guest of honor. Like, dude is really extra for no reason. Rebirthing? Ew. Rebirth? That does actually sound really gross. <laughs> Rebirthing party. Wormtail failed because he should have got balloons. They probably have, like, rebirthing games or something. You know what I mean? Like, pin the tail on the, on the baby horcrux. The re- yeah. The re-baby shower? Right. So there was silence. Um, then the Death Eater, to the right of, of Wormtail, sorry, stepped forward, um, and Lucius Malfoy's voice spoke from under the mask. Master, we crave to know. We beg you to tell us how you've achieved this, this miracle, how you managed to return to us. Ah, what a story it is. And it, like, Voldemort's like, I'm glad you asked, because I'm going to spend the next six pages Let me telling tell you. you. <laughs> I'm so sorry um, that you would like me to spill this tea. But I also kind of took it took this as like Lucius being ever the opportunist or whatever. It's like, tell me how you did this so I know how to make sure you don't do this again. Bill <laughs> <Like, laughs> explain for us masters so I know how to like, I, I know what's up. <laughs> um and it begins and I would also like to say like Voldemort really loves to talk and to hear himself talk. So that's also a thing. It begins and ends with my young friend here. Um and then here be here starts the villain's lane. I feel like we need some like music to introduce the villain's lighting. I mean, I meant for you to like insert it post production, but that's cool as well. Oh well, I mean that's no fun, but okay. Okay, so you know, of course, that they have called this boy my downfall. You all know that on the night I lost my powers and my body, I tried to kill him. His mother died and in the attempt to save him and was and unwittingly provided him with a protection I admit I had not foreseen. I could not touch the boy. Um, and then he did a thing that is like one of my favorite gifts, actually. I don't know why it makes me so happy, but it does. Um, so he raised one of his long fingers and put it very close to Harry's cheek. Um, and he said his mother left upon him traces of her sacrifice this is old magic i should have remembered it i was foolish to overlook it but no matter i can touch him now and then harry like screams with his long finger and he goes did you just touch the screen i was like what's the video camera oh man exactly in this moment that's the point I also, like, we just talked about, but, like, he literally explains, like, he overlooked this magic, and then he can continues to overlook Continues to magic. overlook it. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Pro- and like, that's... Dude is... Yeah. Like, literally him putting Harry's blood in his body was him overlooking that magic. But, okay. Whatever. <laughs> like, all right. You can touch him now. All. Great. Good for you. So, you Harry felt the cold tip of the... 
Right. Felt the cold tip of the long white finger touch him and thought his head would burst open in pain. Voldemort laughed softly in his ear, which is like really, mm, mm, it's kind of gross. Back up. Uh, then took his finger away and continued adjusting the Death Eaters. I miscalculated, oh, my friends. Oh. I admit it. What? Do you think that they're swapping blood and getting some of Harry's blood in him really strengthened the fact that Harry can like see into his brain? Like that they can look into each other's uh, Probably, like, We yeah. always thought that it was just the horror crux, right? And then, like, Harry has those dreams, but then, like, after this, and then... He's, like, in Voldemort's... Yeah. ...head. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even happen, like, at night. It happens whenever he's feeling, like, strong emotions. Mm -hmm. And probably best. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, (laughs) sorry. If we can feel bad for Voldemort for just a second, because Harry gets glimpses into Voldemort's brain when he feels really strong emotions, right? But all, all Fifth Harry is is really strong emotions. So Voldemort... And that's why he can't... ...blasted by these, like, oh my god! He was a friend! Or whatever. <laughs> like, all the time. No, actually, that... Can somebody, like, draw a comic of Voldemort getting, like, plagued with, like, teenage angst while he's trying to plan the, like, overthrow of the Ministry of Magic? Just randomly... <laughs> He's just like moody and shit. He's like, no, I don't want to talk. Slams the door or something like, like, oh my god, Cho that's actually hilarious. Cho cried when we were kissing. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and the deaf ears are like, my lord, um, fam, I'm confused. I don't, I don't understand what's going on right now. Oh my god, Lucius, just leave me alone. I don't want to <laughs> you talk don't about nobody it. understands me. <laughs> I'm just so misunderstood. <laughs> Everyone's out to get me. Oh. Well, I never thought that I would feel any sympathy for Voldemort, but there you go. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> That's what he gets for putting a teenager's blood in his body. What? What? That's what you, Why right, would you what do that? You so now he has to go through puberty at 70 years old. <laughs> it's wonderful. Sam! <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Like, really? that is one thing about never mind never mind no i'm not saying yeah yeah. let's move on um so (laughs) i miscalculated my friends i admit it my curse was deflected by the woman's foolish sacrifice so again like he's still downplaying the power he's like i underestimated it but i'm still underestimate it (laughs) that's literally what he just said um and it rebounded upon myself Ah, pain, but yeah, ah, pain beyond pain, my friends. Nothing could have prepared me for it. I was ripped from my body. I was less than a spirit, less than a, than the meanest ghost, but still I was alive. What I was, even I do not know. I, who have gone further than anybody along the path that leads to immortality. Aha, you know my goal, to conquer death. And now I was tested, and it appeared that one or more of my experience experiments had worked, for I had not been killed, though the curse should have done it. Nevertheless, I was as, pow- as powerless as the weakest creature alive and without the means to help myself, for I had no body, and every spell that might have helped me required the use of a, use of a wand. Um, I will say this one wand. thing. He, right. He got his wand. But, but then, like, maybe because he didn't have his body, he couldn't hold the wand, but then, like, how does the wand even... Still questions about that. But one thing I think is interesting, right, is that he, you know, we get this, like, there's this running theme and, like, lesson throughout these stories that there are things worse than death 
And it's interesting that he goes through this experience, but still thinks death is the worst. Like he would rather have that than be dead. Right. I think that for him, conquering death is the ultimate power, right? So mm-hmm. um, that's the thing that, like, even no, like, no magic can help you with. And that's the thing that, like, Dumbledore is so kind of enamored with, you know? And, like, what's really funny is that, like, you could totally just conquer death with a sorcerer's stone. Well, I think that's what he tried. But, like... Well, no, because he didn't right? try that at first. Like, he tried that after he lost his body. He went Horcruxes first. Then, oh, maybe I should try to get the Sorcerer's Stone, which is like, just go make yourself That's true. one, fam. You're supposed to be smart. Yeah, I think that, like, for him, it wasn't, it's not the, that this experience is, like, worse than death. It is that he, he doesn't think of it as being worse than death because he is, like, well, he, he won. Even when he lost, he won, right? Even as a wisp and a spirit of him, like, shadow of himself, the weakest creature alive. One of my experiments had worked where I had not been killed, though the curse should have done it. Nevertheless, I was powerless as the weakest creature alive and without the means to help myself. But he does say one of my experiments worked, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, it's like that that white man science that we get at the MCU all the time. Like, I'm close. Like, (laughs) but you almost killed the world, fam, but I'm so close next time. I know what I did wrong. And next time... Yeah, it's like you got Ultron out here pulling strings. You got Ada over here doing shit she shouldn't be doing. <laughs> <laughs> got emotional. All yeah, 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 I saw it. But saw like, it and they and they just double down, and you're just like, why? Mm-hmm. Stop fucking with demons. I remember only forcing myself sleeplessly, endlessly, second by second to exist. I settled in a faraway place in a forest, and I waited. Surely one of my faithful Death Eaters would try to find me. One of them would come and perform the magic I could not to restore my body, but I waited in vain. Can we... They don't... You didn't... The use of ellipses. The use of... I remember only forcing myself sleeplessly, endlessly, second by second, to exist. That, in the context of my life, is so spot on sometimes. (laughs) Like, just laying in bed trying to exist like joe joe keanu's calling go sit go she's also a permanent resident of the feelings bench Um, to the bench with you (laughs) i would also like to say two things yes two things one again he you see how he threw that in there that we were just talking about like a couple minutes ago he threw that in there I was running y'all sorry ass. It came to find me. It came to find me. Also, like, did he like you knowing him, he didn't have a plan. Right. For like if I get if I get defeated. Why didn't he tell at least one of them the plan? Exactly. But what I'm thinking is, and that's what I was thinking, but then he probably didn't have a plan because he didn't think he would ever get defeated. But my thing is is like have a continue because again, he and is he so yeah, he's like so up here with it that he's like, Oh, y'all I'll never come down. I'm good. I don't need a plan. I don't need a backup. Like, I don't need to tell anybody where I'm going. Like, if you say, Hey, if anything happens to me, go to the Albanian go to that forest in Albania, they'd be like, Cool. Voldemort's gone. Imani There's a forest in Albania mama. he told us to go to. But Imani you know. pulling the black mama the black mama though, if I have to tell you to do it, then what's the point? 
not to do it, but like where to do it though. Like they just gonna be searching the world. If I have to tell you, you already failed. What if there's this one Death Eater who's just like roaming around the countryside and has been for 13 years and never found him, and then he like comes and Voldemort's like, I'm disappointed. He's like, I waited, bro. I've been here 13 years looking around the world, didn't find you. Not nowhere. Forests there are in Britain. You know how much wilderness there is in Britain, and your ass is over here in Albania? <laughs> Bruh, I had to get my passport renewed. Like, and you mad at me? Stamps. Look at all these stamps, and you mad at me? <laughs> That's when you have to pull out the receipts, though. You can't just tell them that. You got to be like, "Look, I was here, 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 yeah. and here. I was looking for you the whole time." Look at look at all these look at all these stamps. This is the problem with apparition. You don't have no receipts. Amani said that Carmen San Diego was one of the missing Death Eaters. <laughs> That's where she was. <laughs> where in the world is Carmen San Diego? She's off looking for Voldemort. Looking for Voldemort. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, can't uh, drop a hint. Person said can't drop a hint. Like one of my favorite places is Albanian woods. <laughs> like, right. Something right. like throw him a bone. Like, like, like give him something to go off of. Right. Like nobody was expecting you to be gone, so I don't understand. Okay, so it's like you told us that you couldn't be defeated. Right. So we and thought we just thought you went on vacation and we was like, well, we'll just wait here. Because you know they always say when you get lost, just stay still and then someone will come find you. I know this sure. person that got lost all the time growing up. <sighs> My brother also told me the other day, sorry, this is like a little bit of a tangent, that like, I remember getting lost a lot. And he was like, well, by the end of it, we just knew that you would like, you had wandered off to the bookstore and we could get our shopping done. So we would just let you be lost for a long time. <laughs> we knew where to go when we were ready. Damn. That's rude. <laughs> like, yeah, well, you know, you'd be at the bookstore. It's usually where we are in the book section for... Or sleep. I used to sleep in those little, like, fake beds when I was a baby. You would sleep in them, like, at the <laughs> store? Yeah, you know, the, like, the little mini beds, the display beds? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, because I remember yeah. a couple times trying to, like, lay my lay myself on a king's bed, and my mom being like, get your ass off. What are you yeah, doing? My mom would just be like, she gonna be there. <laughs> I got stuff to do. <laughs> She'd be holding me up. I'll be back for her later. I just crawl in. That's so wonderful. Um, okay. Like, I mean, Only like look at how look at how this works. You see how comfortable that sleeping baby is. Look at her. Body <laughs> <sheets>. Free advertising. <laughs> um, right. So only one power remained to me. I could possess the bodies of others, but I dared not go where other humans were plentiful, for I knew the R's were still abroad oh, and searching for me. My God, Portia. She said that one song about being around the world and not finding her baby was written by Bellatrix. Being around the world, nah, yeah, yeah. I can't find my baby. I can't find my Voldy. I don't know and I don't know why. Why he's gone away. Sorry. Oh my God. Sorry. That wasn't me. That was Portia. I know. Okay. I sometimes inhabited animals. We're just going to go right back to him possessing people. Being a war. Um, yeah, true. Well, kind of. It's definitely work. Snakes, of course, being my preference, but I was a little, but I was little better off inside them than a pure spirit, than as pure spirit, for their bodies were ill adapted to perform magic, and my possession of them shortened their lives, and none of them lasted long. 
then four years ago, the mean. So now we're just going to get a summary of Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> a wizard, young, foolish, and gullible, wandered across my path in the forest. Um, I had made my home. Oh, he's seen the very chance I had been th- I've been dreaming of. For he was a teacher at Dumbledore School. He was easy to bend to my will. He brought me back to this country, and after a while, I took possession of his body to su- supervise him closely as he carried out my orders. Real quick, so the animals that he um, possessed did they also have like his head, his face in the back of their heads? Because that would really suck. Oh man, but that would be awesome to look at. I would be terrified, but like you would be terrified, still. but also you would be like. See, those are those are those like that's why you have all other all other animals are weird enough, but you got a wizard's face in the back. You deserve to, you got to be hidden. I took possession of his body to supervise him closely as he carried out my orders, but my plan failed. I did not manage to steal the sorcerer's stone. I was not to be assured a mortal life. I was thwarted thwarted once again by Harry Potter. Like you know, you're like you're saying this, but you're also like Harry ain't shit. But he did defeat me when he was eleven too, though. Like, okay. Peter is like, so wait, so wait, you saying he got you twice? You got you got got by a one year old, and then that same one year old got you again when he was eleven. There might be something to this chosen one thing, though, fam. Mm. And then it's really funny, right? Mm. He still doesn't know that he also I'm got got, got a third home. time. He doesn't realize right. he got got a third time. The Chamber of Secrets. He gonna find that out and be pissed as fuck. <laughs> That's why Lucius gets punished. Really, he's like, you let me get got when I wasn't even another one. Damn. Okay, so silence. Once, uh, once more, nothing stirred. Not even the leaves on the yew tree. Um, the deaf eaters are still, you know, listening. The servant died when I left his body, and I was left as weak as I ever had been. I returned to my hiding place far away. He got all the way back to Albania from Hogwarts. Like, I'm trying to figure out how he got there if he's so weak. Like, how you... You'd be flying and then rested in animals, sleeping, get up, fly a little bit, rest. And another animal. He should have possessed a freaking bird, an owl, and took it down. Maybe that's what he did. Maybe he possessed Maybe. a bird. Went to the owlery at Hogwarts. Possessed the bird. He tried to possess Aww. Hedwig, and she was like, bitch, you wish. God, <laughs> keep moving. But you guessed it. Go find one of them barn owls. <laughs> mm. I don't know who you looking at over here. She get she did one of them up and down, like the whole, the whole spirit, like, mm. keep it pushing. <laughs> and then he went down to barn owl and <laughs> Albania. That's what it says. It, um, it says it on page 654. That's what happened. Check it out. So he says, I returned to my hiding place far away and I will not pretend to you that I didn't then fear I might never regain my powers. Yes, that was perhaps my darkest hour. I could, that rhymed. I could not hope uh, that I would be sent to another wizard. Sorry, I could not hope that I would be sent another wizard to possess and I had given up hope now that any of my Deaf Eaters cared what be- what had become of me. Again, had to insert, insert that in again just one more time. And then not even a year ago, when I had almost abandoned hope, it happened at last. A servant returned to me because it went down at midnight or before midnight. Stupid. Went down. Wormtail here, who had faked his own death to escape justice, was driven out of hiding by those he had once counted friends and decided to return to his master. Wait, wait, wait. How are you going to say that in front of a bunch of folk that lied to escape justice? Like, (laughs) he's just petty. He's going to denounce you. Right. Like, he faked his own death. Like, okay. Lucius over here talking about he was imperious the whole time. I didn't do it. That wasn't me, yo. Mm hmm. But. 
you know, <clears throat> so he saw it. So, okay. I'm going to kind of yeah. summarize now because it's just, it's again, six pages of him just telling us what he did. Um, so yeah, so Wormtail came and helped and then, oh, really quickly. There is this one sentence that I like. He says his filthy little friends, which are the rats, um, <laughs> which I'm like, you, you barely a spirit, but you looking you, you, uh, looking, looking down, down on rats, rats. though. Okay. So his filthy little friends told him that there was a place deep in the Albanian forest that they avoided where small animals like themselves had met their deaths by a dark shadow that possessed. So again, you were possessing rats, but they're filthy. Okay, that's cool. But also that's really oddly specific and like kind of poetic. Met their deaths by a dark shadow. And <laughs> you're just like, mm, okay. They probably were like, hey, bro, don't go over there. Right. I also love the idea of like animals being like, nah, fam, don't go there. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's real. Don't fuck with demons. Also, the idea that, like, Peter can speak rats, can speak rat when he has one. I don't know why that's funny, but it is. Like, can Sirius speak dog? That would be great. We just see him having a conversation Well, Sirius does kind of talk to Crookshanks, so. That's true, but Crookshanks is a. they, like, understand each other. But Crookshanks isn't really a cat. Or, like, yeah. Like, he is, but he's not. Yeah. Wormtail runs into Bertha Jorkins, and he convinces, sorry, he convinces her to accompany him on a nighttime stroll, which is, like, Bertha, come on, fam. Stranger danger. Stranger danger. Who's been, like, dead for 13 years, and you're just like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll go on a walk with you. Mm, I just doesn't seem So, I had to pull up a map of Europe. Albania is so goddamn far. He's, like, going down to Greece. Like, you you mad at them because they didn't go all the way down there? Like, you so far away. Fam. Like, he didn't hide so damn far. They gotta go through France and Italy and then cross a boat. So, they already, like, because... Britain's already on an island, so you got to go down into the channel, into the like the English Channel, and then you got to go through one, two, three, four countries plus possibly five plus going through like two bodies of water, maybe three, depending on how you like to travel. That is some shit. Like you, you getting on my case, and you took your ass all the way to Albania. France wasn't good enough for you. Nope. Dublin, you couldn't go to Ireland. Nope. You couldn't go to Scotland. Nope. Go to Scotland. You couldn't even go up to like Sweden and the Scandinavias. Wait, but then he went to Scotland Closer. and then took his ass all the way back to Albania. That's why I'm sitting here like, why did you go that right. far if you're that weak? Like, why, why are you that far? And why? Why didn't you go to Iceland? Ain't nobody live in Iceland and it's still closer. Well, I don't know if it's closer. Yeah. Still, these questions. But there's so, yeah, definitely so... a direct flight to Reykjavik from Britain, <laughs> from London to Britain, direct. I don't, I don't know. And like, what's the biggest city in Albania? Yeah, questions. I don't think that there's a direct flight. I'm looking. She's out here on Google Flights. Like, how do we get to I Albania really from from Godric's Hollow? While right. you do that, I'm gonna you gotta go to. You. you probably gotta fly into Croatia, Lujabula Jana. Boy, if you don't get, you gotta go past Bosnia Herzegovina through Serbia. I'm mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> how much you so salty? Why'd you dude. go so far away? Dude. My dude. Like, like none of it makes sense. Y'all need to pull up a map of Europe <laughs> like, and like track them. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Can you can you explain? <laughs> explain this, please. Do the drop How down to, like, world map. Could you just let what do you think about this? Why would any of us assume Albania? Albania. But okay. So bad. Yeah, so Wormtail overpowered Bertha and brought her to Voldemort. She became a veritable mine of information. 
uh, telling him about the Triwizard Tournament, about a faithful Death Eater who would be willing to help him. And then she told him all these things because he uh, broke the memory charm that had been placed upon her. And then after that, her mind and body were both damaged by beyond repair. She had now served her purpose. I could not possess her. I disposed of her. Which is like... Rude AF. Super rude. 28 hours by car via the A8. 28 hours. That's 1,583 miles. Plus, plus, those routes have tolls. The route includes a car transport. The route crosses <laughs> multiple countries. And your destination is in a different time zone. Google is letting you know <laughs> this is not the way you want to do it. You know, if you are, fly if you're ever Toronto, Toronto, it's two hours and 55 minutes. If you can get a direct flight. And I don't think you can. For at least 285 American dollars. Are you going to reimburse me, sir? My lord? <laughs> My liege? Can I expense this? What are you talking about? I write it if you go with the E55, <laughs> if you go through the E55, in which case you don't have to do the tolls, it'll take you 31 hours. Goddamn. So you add three hours to your trip, but you might save some money. But then you have to, then after that, you have to find which forest in this country. Right. And then you have That's to just take him to the capital. Right. That's taking him to the capital. And he's probably off in some, like, he's not in the forest near the capital. This is a lot of work. Yeah. Because then once Only you get there, then being... where do you look, right? It's an entire country. You have to find the right, correct forest. Then you have to find the place in the forest. How the fuck Wormtail found it, I will never know because. Wormtail. Like I didn't do, I didn't do walking. I should have probably done walking. Um, <laughs> right, was, because he's a rat. Twenty-eight hours by car. Well, he might he's have operated a, a little bit. I don't I mean, think we're well, like, I mean, like, like several operations, which like because several you can't, operations because you can't go that mm-hmm. you can't operate that far, and you're gonna get splinched. So maybe he like goes to like, but then even that would take forever. Then there's no point in operating if you just only got to go. Right. And then Portia brings up a good point. Are none of them anime guy and they, can they not converse with animals for clues? Because only, it's only Wormtail an anime guy. Right. Right. So animagi. I believe so because um, unless they're on- But then also like only Harry could be like a parcel tongue talking to snakes. Right. Amani said send Boldy an invoice. Where is Death Eater HR on this? I have questions because- I'm going to need be, to be reimbursed my leash. Yeah. You got all that golden in vaults. 13 years? Like, you don't have a job. All that interest racking up? For this dude for 13 years? Where is the money coming from to, like... Where? To pay for this, to fund this endeavor? I'm not... I'm confused. Understanding. I'm really not uh, Okay, I'm let's really continue. Mad. I'm really disappointed. Voldemort, <laughs> I'm very disappointed. I'm not mad. Just I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. <laughs> So Wormtail's body, of course, of course, was ill adapted for possession, as all assumed him dead and would attract far too much attention if noticed. However, he was a servant he needed, so Wormtail was able to give him a rudimentary weak body of his own, a body that he would be able to inhabit while awaiting the essential ingredients for true rebirth and a spell or two of with a spell or two of his own invention and a little help from Nagini. A potion concocted from unicorn blood and snake venom. So again, he's still living that half-life, that curse mm-hmm. life, still. <laughs> um. Also, shout out to whoever, um, when Starbucks did that unicorn frat Pacino. And oh, they were like, yeah. That was wonderful. Said, Y'all not know whoever drinks this will live a half-life, a cursed life. And I was like, I ain't getting that. Well, also, it looked worse. It looked worse. But once I saw that, <laughs> I was like, I, was I, I saw interest. that meme, and I was like, 
You right, fam. We check us. <laughs> Ain't finna get me. They tried, to, they, they tried to get us. Starbucks tried to get us, but we know. They're about to live that half-life. Constant vigilance, man. Life. Oh, constant vigilance, my homie. I see you. Thank you. Um, okay, so he was able Levity. to return to chapter. No. This is, yeah, I mean, this chapter is actually kind of lit. Every time I read it after this, I'll think of all these things. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he said, I was soon returned to an almost human form and strong enough to travel. But dude, you got all the way to Albania. So you did all that, but you still couldn't get back to uh, Britain on He's, your own. He spent, all his, he spent all his energy getting to Albania so he could have a good sulk, angsty, bully time, listen I to Dashboard Confessional in the woods, in the dark. None of these things add up. That's all I'm saying. No. Somebody's not telling us. So there was no hope of stealing the Sorcerer's Stone anymore. I knew Dumbledore would have seen to it that it was destroyed. I set my sights lower. I would settle for my old body back again and my old strength. (laughs) Just like he sounds, he's like, set my sights lower. You know, whatever. I mean, if I have to. Just like ungrateful. Fucking Dumbledore. He's probably destroyed that stone. I mean, I guess, I guess I can have my old body back. Ugh. I was really hoping for a six pack because you know, like I was just never able to get that definition that I wanted. And a nose as well. And a nose. <laughs> right, you don't get your old body back, bro. You ain't got no nose. So good. You ain't got no nose. I mean, maybe he didn't have a nose get before him because of all the Horcrux situations. But like, I just Mm-mm. this is a perplexing chapter. I would just like to say. <laughs> Also, like, he literally says he made spell, like, he invented a spell, he made a potion, and he did all of this and was like, well, the Sorcerer's Stone's destroyed. Like, but bitch, Nicholas Flamel created the Sorcerer's Stone. You smart. Put your nose in a book and, like, reverse engineer that shit. Nah, I guess I'll just get my old body back. I mean, yeah. It's too you weak, know. remember? <laughs> Okay, back. So he says, um, I, knew to the, to a, I knew that to achieve this, it is an old piece of dark magic and uh, the potion that revived me tonight. I would need three powerful ingredients. Well, one of them I already had. Was it not one of, sorry, I have to say it like how it's actually written because it is a pun. Well, one of them was already at hand. Was it not Wormtail? Okay, okay, boy. <laughs> High five. High five. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Flash given by oh, a servant. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Portia brings up a good point that, like, uh-huh. Voldy found the place in Albania because of the Grey Lady. So there must be something in there, like a, a hot spring or something that, hot like, is important for him. <laughs> right. Like, it got them, he got them stones. Uh, it, got, it got, like, purificating waters or something. Like, I don't know. Like, there's some reason that he traveled his happy ass all the way down to Albania, crossing multiple countries with tolls and a 28-hour journey. (laughs) And or a $285 for starting. But you know how Google's like, that's the lowest price they can find. So the lowest price Mm -hmm. was $285. Yeah. That's probably on Starting at $285. You don't want to do that. Probably... <laughs> you can't get your, you can't you can't bring any check in like check on you can't carry on like you gotta pay to check in early like it's just you know you gotta pay for everything nickel and dime you probably stowed away like I'd have done that if I'm just so a, like, like a spirit a person to get to take a flight to Albania right that's actually pretty first smart. class life though 
Yep, exactly. I'm gonna I'm need I'm need a, um, I'm need you to upgrade. Only the finest. <laughs> like, but damn, this flight, this flight already cost me two hundred eighty-five dollars. No, we gonna need to upgrade because I need first <laughs> class and I need an outfit. Oh, okay, Boldy. Okay, my lord. <laughs> I guess I'll take out that second loan. I'll get another credit card. Don't worry. You'll get miles. Why is he in this? Why does he have a broke muggle? Why is he possessing a broke muggle? Because <laughs> how who else you gonna get? He oh, gonna possess no like no like titan of industry and convince him to go to Albania. <laughs> he possesses the home dude, like the homeless dude on the street who's like Nobody want to talk to you know that one that would just be yelling at the corners. He's like that guy. That's my guy. No one's gonna miss him. Now let's so take sad. out some loans. That's so yeah. I know. Oh, this got dark. <laughs> the Death Eaters got dark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to continue that, uh, my father's bone naturally, which meant we had to come here where he was buried. But the blood of a foe, Wormtail, would have me use any wizard. Would you not, Wormtail? Any wizard who had hated me, as so many of them still do, but I knew the one I must use if I were to rise again more powerful than I had been when I had fallen. I wanted Harry Potter's blood, which again is like not really so extra true. Like it's really all about the symbolism, right? Like he says, I wanted the blood of the one who stripped me of power 13 years ago. So the lingering protection his mother once gave him would then reside in my veins too, which is like, yeah, but that's not really how that works. But then also, yeah, it's about the symbolism. He's like, I'm stronger. You defeated me. Okay, cool. Now I got your blood. Now what? What you gonna do? So I am going to priority and can tatum your motherfucking ass. What? (laughs) Say something. I got you when I was one. I got you when I was 11. I got you when I was 13, 14. Let's go. 12, 12. Yep. Got you when I was 12. I got you when I was 14. Let's do this. Dynasty undefeated. What is this? This is four Pete. Four Pete, man. Four Pete. Um, okay. So but what but how to get at Harry Potter, for he had been better protected than I think he than I think even he knows, protected in ways devised by Dumbledore long ago, when it fell to him to arrange the boy's future. Um Dumbledore invoked an ancient magic to ensure the boy's protection as long as he was in his relations care. Not even I can touch him there. Then of course there was a Quidditch World Cup, but I was not yet strong enough to attempt a kidnap. And then the boy returned to Hogwarts where he was under the crooked nose of that muggle-loving fool from morning until night. How could I take him? Why, by using Bertha Jorkin's information, of course. Like, this dude is like, like, he's twirling his non-existent mustache right now. He's just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Stroking his beard. Right. I like, oh, Portia said he's immune to Harry, but not Dumbledeezy. Exactly. Um, but can I? Just I love that, how like, he's afraid of like he's not afraid of the the dude who actually beat him like three times. But like Dumbledore, he's like shivers, shivers in his boot. Right. But he also like he like you know like you be talking it it is the Debo um smoky thing from Friday. I got um, mind control over Dumbledore. He say shut up. I'll be quiet. But when he leaves, I'll be talking again. Like this is the whole like Voldemort is going through hoops to mm-hmm. not. To not have to not deal with Dumbledore Mm -hmm. but also this is the first time that we hear that Dumbledore invoked an ancient magic to ensure the boy's protection as long as he's in his relations care not even I can touch him there this is the first time that we like know why he has to go back to the Dursleys but again 
an ancient magic to ensure like and then he discounts like it's just like he keeps just yeah he's like i know about this magic, but i have no use for it so whatever um also portia brings up she brought up before but i forgot to mention the 70 year old keeps bringing up how he'd like to touch a 14 year old which is you know a thing that i think often yeah. because it's creepy. but you know he also wants to murder him so then i'm like semantics like yeah we're also at a rebirthing party so it's been gross the whole time it's a lot of things don't forget where we at right now don't forget where we at y'all we had a rebirth (laughs) a rebirth yeah so um Um, he stationed one of his faithful death he keeps calling he's like this faithful death eater i have at hogwarts by the way y'all ain't shit you didn't come find me for 13 years but this faithful death eater I have stationed at Hogwarts. This, this is my man. Wormtail, who found my faithful, or I guess didn't find my faithful death eater, but like, provided helped me get to my faithful. He ain't shit either. But my and I also death love eater. how like, he's telling this entire thing, but still won't say who the death eater is. Right. But I mean, through process of elimination, like you're thinking either. Well, it's, no, because you so think one of the three says, who's dead is Virginia then, right? Because he's supposed to be dead. Oh, right. But he says, no, because he, we, as we established, they all have assigned seating in the circle of death. Okay. So they would know Barty Crouch's spot. So he's like, oh, the six of them. So in the six of them, three are dead. So they're like, ooh, one of the people that we thought dead, because shouldn't four be dead? So one of them isn't right. dead. But they might not know um, who it is, just one of those four. One of those four, right. But then they also could still think it's Snape, even though he says, like, Right. I fear he's left me forever. I'm going to kill him. And the other one is at Hogwarts. Is like, is at Hogwarts. That's actually true because when I did read read this the first time, I did think it might have been Snape. Yeah. And like the other, and like how he like says Karkaroff, what does he say? He goes, here we have six missing Death Eaters, three dead in my service, three do- dead in my service, who we also think that one of those is uh, Regulus. One too cowardly to return, he'll pay. So you could think, you don't know, is that one Karkaroff or is that one Saint? One who I believe has left me forever, he will be killed, of course. That could be either one of them. And one who remains my most faithful servant. So you have these three and you're like, oh, well, which one's who? Which one's which? Right? right. And then and then he says, like, maybe the next page or something that he, or later that he has a faithful servant at Hogwarts. Then he says at Hogwarts. So then when he specifies that it's at Hogwarts, then you think, Oh, yeah, that's true. Karkaroff is at Hogwarts. But I didn't think it was Karkaroff. Karkaroff was clearly scared out of his wits. He was like, I'm about to go. But um, we know that. The Death but, Eaters don't know that is what I'm saying. Like, so with the oh, Death yeah, yeah, yeah. Circle are like, mm-hmm. oh, fam, one of them, one of these. Or at least two of them at Hogwarts. Dead. Right. Isn't dead. And two of them we know like, at Hogwarts. Right. And so, like, even oh, that's what Harry's thinking, too, is like, two right. people are at Hogwarts. <laughs> and then also, um, and like, Portia uh, says that Harry probably thinks it's Snape because he's the red herring, which is like, of course, right? right? It's always like, I think it's this person, but it's really this person. That's like classic Harry Potter. Uh, Every time. Which, like, shout out to Hermione, who's like, we always think it's Snape. That's so boring. Can we try someone else, please? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, dude, we said that last Oh week. my God. Like, you bring up old shit. What the hell? It's to go to Snape. Okay, okay so, so he says, use my Death Eater to ensure the he won the tournament, and yeah, he touched the Triwizard Cup first, the cup which my Death Eater had turned into a port key, which would bring him here beyond the reach of Dumbledore's help and protection and into my waiting arms, and here he is, the boy you all believed had been my downfall. Shoot, you you just Ooh. admitted a page ago that you also believed he had been your downfall, so I don't understand why you're so salty. Because they didn't, 
they did not spend the $285 at least <laughs> minimum to come to Albania. And how many gallons is that as well? Because like there's the exchange rate. Right? Plus Brexit. Well, no, this is the 90s. I mean, this is this is pre-Brexit, but this still. So, no, but the 90s, they went through, they, nope, this is under Margaret Thatcher, so they went through austerity too. So they were mm. in a, they were in a recession. So, Whoa. oof. Gotta Rough. hurt. Things um, okay. for something that you're not quite sure about. Also, though, I just have to. He says, "Use my Death Eater to ensure the boy won the tournament that he touched the trite withered cup first. The cup which my Death Eater had turned into a pork key. It's like you know that thing about like the most circuitous route or like the like the e- I don't forget. It's like Occam's Razor or whatever. Like when in doubt, it's the easiest. The easiest thing is probably right. It's like why do we do all this, fam? This seems like really complicated and confusing. And like you could have just." God, you could have just tried to get him at the world, like the Quidditch World Cup. It seems like it seems like it would have been a better idea. He cares about Harry's education. He, that's actually <laughs> also the funniest thing, right? Like, not only does he care, like, not only does he wait till the end, because that's like the meme that like Harry always, like Voldemort always waits till the end of Harry's school year to like try to come for him. <laughs> this year, he also had his Death Eater teach him defense right? against the Dark Arts. But also, like, like his Death Eater couldn't, like, he couldn't. It wasn't like I don't think Voldemort is. Voldemort would be like, could you not give him all the tools he needs to defeat me, please? But, like, Barney Cross Jr. is just so excited to, like, show off. You know what I mean? He just gotta, like... Like, literally teaches him all of these curses. Like, later in the next chapter, he uses the Imperious Curse on Harry. Who taught Harry how to withstand the Imperious Curse? Yo fucking faithful-ass Death Eater at Hogwarts. That's what you get. Like, I'm just... It's really funny. It's really funny. Right. So Deborah Deborah says, one, I better know my... British Prime Minister is with y'all guys. I kind of have a thing for the Brits. I don't know what I'm really? it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's Harry Potter's fault. You never would have thought. You never would have thought that? Okay. I spent really my whole friend. life watching Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> but also, could this meeting have been an email, which is like... <laughs> this is literally six pages of him. My, like, that is in my day. One, two, three, four, five. Today. Yeah, six pages of him just being like, well, let me tell you what I did. You couldn't send me an outpost for this? Like, because it's not a... I've been standing here for how long? Can we just not have... Okay. Okay. I guess. Um, um, okay, so he says, uh, so Voldemort moves slowly forward, and he uses the Cruciatus Curse on Harry. Uh... And then it was like, sorry, it was he's getting a lot of And then he's very had it ever experienced. Yeah. Which um, is and then it was gone. Right. But also, like, he's feeling pain, but he's also feeling pain, like, doubly in his scar as well. So that's some other, right. other shit. Um, and then it was gone. He was hanging lightly in the ropes, binding him to the headstone of Voldemort's father, looking into those bright red eyes through a kind of mist. The night uh, was ringing with the sound of the Death Eater's laughter. You see, I think, how foolish it was to suppose that this boy could ever be stronger than me. But I want there to be no mistake in anybody's mind. Harry Potter escaped me by a lucky chance, and I am now going to prove my power by killing him. Here and now, in front of you all, when there is no Dumbledore to help him and no mother to die for him, I will give him this chance. He will be allowed to fight, and you will be left in no doubt which of us is stronger. Just a little longer, Nagini, he whispered. Um, so, again, theatrics. He's all about the drama. Like he, he said all the all the shit that he went through, and then he's like, he's again, like it's as we've been saying, like he's overestimating like the power that he has, underestimating the power that has clearly defeated him time and again. But he's like, 
it may repeat me this time, that time, but it's not going to do it this time. Let me show you. And it's like, change up your tactic, fam. But also, like, this is so, just like the parallels between this dude and Tupe, like, I just, like, uh, let me go on, let me go on Twitter and tell all y'all my evil plan, and then let me tell you how I obstructed justice, but you can't get me, though. You can't get me, though. Like, and then, like dude is really insecure. Like, that's the other like, thing. Like, on, the insecurity bruh. of... Right. That Let me put person. and also Voldemort, right? Like he's doing all like really he could have he could have been killed Harry. Harry's tied up. Avada Kedavra, move on with your could life. Just cut Boris' throat. Could have had Wormtail cut his throat quick and easy. Like it's but now the thing. other part of this too is that now we're gonna duel and I'm gonna get God again. And I did all of this to prove to you guys who was like, who's number one and blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, oh, my bad. Well, what happened was, what happened was, because he doesn't win. So then how do you come back from that? You spent all this time talking about how you were so much better than this boy. And then you actually end up losing for a fourth time. And again, I'm saying to the Death Eaters, you're like, so... So he got you when he was one. And then he got you again when he was 12. And then he got you again... And then he got you again right in front of my face. So why am I here? <laughs> Just could you get could you cut me that check for that flight I took to Albania? Yeah, you know that one. I, um, and that commute because I had to rent a car because you know like my car I just like really couldn't handle the mouths of going across the country and through pay tolls. So could you just cut me that check and then I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. So let's go to MVP and bench. Who was your MVP? My MVP was one Lily Evans. That's a good one. I really like, that's a really good one. Cause I just want to go back. Like I got it. We got to kind of go way back, but he like straight up talks ish about his mama when he like, he while he's getting his entire origin story wrong, <laughs> you stand Harry Potter upon the remains of my late father, a muggle and a fool, very much like your dear mother. Bitch, you don't know my mama. And was my mama, my mama was a fool, but who was who was all up in the woods possessing rats and shit for the past thirteen years? For thirteen. Years. Who the fool now? So yeah, so I I gotta go with that Lily Evans. Yeah, I'm gonna say Lily too. I wrote Harry initially, but it was a question mark because I was like, he's not really in this chapter, right? Like he's who we see the chapter through, but he's not doing anything, and so I was gonna do him by default. But I like Lily better as like person because yeah yeah he's not doing it. also made lily the mvp for having her sacrifice ultimately save her son and all his friends and not leaving her wand on the couch when they knew they were in hiding james oh. you're so salty you you've been reading too much voldemort you just damn deborah made harry potter the mvp for sitting through voldy's villain slaining which is like yeah that's right that was, that was hard and he got creepy <laughs> He was like, I had to listen to all that, and you go, Crucio, wasn't this, wasn't the past six pages, Crucio, and I was that baby. In the middle, then he woke up, he's like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> you still, damn. He's, he's still talking? He's still talking. Okay. Okay, fam. Portia made Frank MVP for being a mere muggle, but taking on this lunatic earlier, so. That's real. Those are our MVPs. Uh, benched? Benched. Voldemort? <sighs> Wormchild, no, I'm kidding. It's Voldemort. Come on, guys. You know, you know. I'm just like, he just sat here. Voldemort. Like no one else really doesn't like this is all Voldemort, like literally. He was like, excuse me, excuse me. 
Clear I haven't been here in a while. Everyone up. This is Everyone my up. If you could exit towards the left, I need to stretch out. I got a lot of time and a lot of seats to be taken. Mm -hmm. It's been 13 um, years, you know? <laughs> right. So everyone in the chat, Bench Voldemort, Amani says, for expecting people to show up to Albania for the worst destination party ever and building <laughs> planning and still getting it wrong when Barney did all the hard work, did all that hard work all year. Mm-hmm. True. True. Imagine how Barty feels when he's like, wait, wait if you fell, though? So I'm, I'm Wait, when Harry comes back? But you felt though? <laughs> Harry comes back and he's like, Wait, my like dude! <laughs> my dude! I just spent all the time, I hand delivered this dude to you and... I did, I did, I did, I did everything! Oh my goodness. How did... That's hilarious. What? Ugh. I'm not apologies potion, how am I supposed to, we were, we were supposed to be done. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, we get a shade award. Yeah, Portia also wants to give the shade award to Voldemort for laying into the Death Eaters with truth, saltiness, and redemption. That's true. Like he he lost the book, the chapter, but he definitely won in some <laughs> the shade awards. He said, oh, "Amazing, I do not forgive, and I do not forget." <laughs> now let me list all the ways in which you have disappointed me. Exactly. Sit down, get comfortable. I got thirteen years. You're gonna be here worth of waves that you disappointed me. <laughs> um, cool. So thank you for listening. Next week we will discuss chapter thirty-four mm -hmm. of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Priori and Cantatum. Um, make sure to read oh! and follow along. It's lit. I'm excited for this. It's lit. Um, also, um, also there's gonna be a lot of feelings. So who knows? Lots of things will happen. Um, make sure to read and follow along. I was pleasantly surprised with, with this the, chapter. The light. Yeah, with the light and fl like fluffy way that we came at this. Good on us. High five. Yeah. Others would see this chapter and just wallow in the in the terribleness of it all. But we, the team, we did it. Yep, great. Silver lining. Um, don't forget to let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter and all the chapters previous um, as well. If you did not bench Voldemort this chapter, you can't sit with us. Well, I mean, maybe they have a real, like a valid. You got to explain it. You have, you cannot just be like, bench Lucius and no explanation. Like, I need to know why. I need to know. Sure. How about that? Yeah. And don't forget, you can let us know your thoughts on Twitter. Uh, use the hashtag wizard team. Um, and yeah, what, check what out our other content um, at blackgirlscreate.org. Um, and yeah, you know where to find us. It's been nice. We'll see you next week, y'all. We out here. We gonna be doing the damn thing. This week's episode of Harry Potter and the Sacred Text is brought to you by Redfin. Let's say for some reason you can't get back to Grimmauld Place. So you need to find a new home. If you're like me, you would go to Redfin. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. If you see something you like, just book a tour straight from the app. 
And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put toward your next home. They even have a function where Trelawney will tell you whether or not she can see you in this house. Redfin. It's how Molly found the burrow. Download the Redfin app to get started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.